0: Hey, hey everybody! This is uh, Camology, the Cambridge podcast, and uh, today on this episode, we are speaking to Hafsa and David. Hafsa and David, would you like to tell everybody at home what you do, guys?
1: Hello, uh, we are Hafsa and David from Archer and Caher Adventures. So we run a travel and holiday company. Okay, uh, we're based in Ely, Cambridgeshire. Uh, we sell bespoke holiday to worldwide and specialize through adventures ar- around africa in and around africa
0: okay so so why um so why specifically Africa tell us about why you've well you've yeah. chosen that sort of
2: <laughs> well i mean we 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 love africa is is the short thing and i mean actually when we started up the company it was very much uh, a love of travel rather than a love of companies um so we uh yeah, we, we we love Africa. We've we've been there a lot. We've um,
1: it's a destination we know really well as well. So you start there and then expand your, hmm. your your destination.
2: We're we're very much of the opinion that you do something well and actually you become an expert in that and do it well, rather than try and do everything. Yeah, kind of <laughs> ego.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 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 It's lovely. Yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't agree more. So whereabouts? So whereabouts in Africa? So before you you set up the company. Tell us about where you've been, what you've seen. I mean, I saw a video of it yesterday, and that that was quite emotional, actually. That was really nice. That was really cool. Yeah, it made you want
1: to go
3: there,
2: like yeah, now.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it, well, not now, now, but you know. <laughs> well,
2: look, like, nah, I love you can socially socially isolate in Africa, you know, on safari instead of being in and
3: around Cambridge. Like, oh, I, I do it.
0: Fens, safari. Fens, the safari. I don't know. Yeah, it's a it's a tough one, isn't it? It's a tough one.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I don't get.
2: So don't get me wrong. I, I love Cambridgeshire. I mean, Ely, you know, I, we, we've, we've lived here nearly two and a half years now. It is absolutely gorgeous part of the world. Really love living here. But I think I'd rather be on safari. I, I think so, yeah.
0: Yeah. So whereabouts, <laughs> so whereabouts have you... So so in Africa, where have you been, guys? What what adventures have you been? About? Well,
1: I am from East Africa, Tanzania, originally.
3: Okay, yeah. And.
1: And before I set, we set this company, I still have, but my other company was to sell products and art accessories from all over Africa. So I used to go, you know, the, the Kenya, the West Africa and all that. And you so know, so everywhere, whenever
0: well, I- Go back a couple of steps. So so, so the, the products you used to sell from Africa, or so, uh, you, you were selling, so you used to go over to meet the people actually making these sort of bespoke items?
1: most of the countries yes nice. and then you know when we started it was like Tanzania, Kenya, you know the West Africans and Morocco as well mm-hmm. uh, you know they have amazing leather and, and silver over there okay so uh, and after that when people find you online people so the bigger you get not bigger the more people know you so they introduce <laughs> you to the other country another supplier and you try them so it had i didn't have to go all of Oh, all of these places. So the point of, mention, of mentioning this, we with that business, we used to hold pop-up shops. Ooh, okay. So yeah, so the biggest one was the one we held in Greenwich, London. So everyone who used to come to us to say, like, "Can you take us to these places?" Can you? so that idea.
2: The advantage yeah, of having going the advantage of perhaps going there in order to try and uh, source these things but also get to know these people is you get to know the people's stories and so when she was selling these be it the accessories arts whatever it was she was selling she was able to sell it with the story of who made it yeah. with that sort of background and, the and so you get more of a feeling that when you buy something you're not just buying a thing you're buying the whole story behind it as well so mm-hmm. that's when people started saying that sounds great i want to go there and we yeah. thought we, we can actually do that.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. But yeah, one of the many trips, because my mum's still in Tanzania, so I try to go there at least once a year. Last year I got lucky like, and went twice, and that's when I was absent for, from BNI for nearly eight weeks, remember?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So it was sort of family slash work kind of thing, and leave David
0: yeah,
3: to get yeah. on with me. I, I, I
2: didn't get to go
0: on that trip. <laughs> no, no, you got you got the uh, short story, oh. didn't you?
1: <laughs> yeah, going back a few years. And that's how I started this sort of building relationship with the suppliers of country. I know I speak the language and setting up actually ground tours to see how it's done when you send your clients there. Okay. Because
0: yeah. I mean, that's quite invaluable because I've, I've been on um, uh, many moons ago. I've been on not to safari, but you've gone to trips and you've gone on organized trips. Yeah. And um, you kind of get the fit, well, bar I get the feeling it was pretty obvious. The trips that somebody was selling to you, they knew nothing about, and it was just, yeah, that, you know, that's off the shelf. We'll take that, we'll, we'll sell that, yeah. and you were just sort of pushed onto a coach. You were sent
2: you, you, you you're, you're sent. sent on holiday you're rather sent. than yeah. actually choosing to go. I, yeah. I think that actually, that I, I went when I was young When I was uh, when, when I was a young man, uh, um. I went on holidays, <laughs> and I get to the last day of my holiday, and i'd be talking to somebody over breakfast or whatever and they say oh did you do that amazing thing down the road and i'd I'd be like oh no i missed that (laughs) because because i didn't talk to anybody who knew the destination so when when we're talking to our clients the first question that we ask them isn't where do you want to go obviously we want to get to that point but the first question is what do you want to experience so Mm -hmm. you know if they say i want to go and see wildlife safari whatever it is you can actually work out the specific safari experience maybe they don't really know what they want yeah. We, we've had a lot of clients of countries that I absolutely want to go to South Africa and actually they don't. They just know <laughs> South Africa. They know that it's, they know it's, they far know far that it's
3: a way destination.
2: destination yeah. You, but when you drill down into actually what they want, you know, the, the individual experience that they want, you say, actually, you know what, I think Botswana would be a better thing mm. for you. You show it to them, they then they come back and go, Wow, you were so right and yeah. you, you, you invest you invest in their holiday and you get them to invest in it as well rather than just it being one of those you've got a holiday, come back and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Yes, yeah, definitely.
1: So yeah, that's how we went on about because most the some people who do what we do at the moment, they actually did tourism degrees, they went to these places and it's just a long time to do that. And there's nothing wrong with them doing those things. They've never been to their destination. They studied it. So we just did Actually, doing it through the groundwork and then actually seeing these places and coming back, setting up all the other, the other side, the side of business, the legal stuff, you know,
3: company.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I mean, it's interesting. You mentioned about sort of people doing tourism degrees. I mean, it's it's, it's great, but when it comes down to it, you, it's it's the local knowledge. You mean you can have you can have all yeah. the pieces, you can have all the pieces of paper you want, but it's.
2: There, there's, I mean, there's absolutely a place for tourism degrees. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's, yeah. you know, there you get a hell of a lot of background on the on the mechanical running of runnings of a company. That's great. Yeah.
3: Um,
2: and you sort of you learn about the facts and figures and you know the the market share and all that stuff. You get you get that, and that's brilliant. And I mean, we've both looked into sort of shorter uh, tourism courses in order to supplement that our knowledge. Yeah. But it's it's it needs to be underpinned by that sort of. Whoa. hands-on experience
3: yeah
2: because yeah, yeah. otherwise i mean otherwise you'll end up comparing yourself to all of those you know um money driven you know those sort of deal chasing companies We're, and mm. you know there's no way we can financially undercut some of those big companies so
3: the you, internet
2: exactly
0: the internet yeah that little thi- that little thing that's uh making everybody's yeah. life uh, every business person's life a little bit more complicated with every yeah.
2: you know what that i don't think it's yeah. ever going to catch on so don't worry about it no
0: nah, it's just <laughs> it's a it's a passing fad isn't it it's a passing fad yeah so you say so i guess yes yeah, so you may not have the tourism degrees but I, I guess since you you set up what you've learned about business what you're learning about business right now i guess it's, it's going to um is gonna hold you in good stead? Because the reason one of the reasons why I wanted to get you on today is because I've been um uh yeah, I'll use the word humbled by you two guys because I think let's just say you're no, don't look so surprised, David, but uh you you know you've
2: been um you've been hey, I, don't, um, I don't take compliments well.
0: <laughs> well it it didn't show, don't worry. Nobody noticed. Um that obviously your sex has been uh, how can I put it? Uh demolished by what's going on at the moment. And <laughs> yeah. and you've been very proactive and perhaps, you know, you could you you know you could have put your head in the sand and wished it all, was all gonna go away. And but um you know, I've I've been watching you guys from afar and you've been, you know, you've been as proactive and as positive and as genuinely helpful um and as charitable as I've seen lots of people. So oh,
3: thank
0: um, you. Yeah. So have I mean so that's easy for me to say, but how's you know from, from your experience since the what within the last six weeks, how's it how has it been?
3: Well, I
2: mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna sing Hafster's praises here more um, so than mine. Um, in that um, Haston is a member of quite a few different groups, including and BNI, uh, but various groups on Facebook and things like that, and actually offered a lot of her time to uh, offer free advice. And even to those people who weren't our clients, we managed to get our clients home quite quickly, which is great. I think one of the advantages of of running a company who specialises in longer haul travel is people tend to book that bit further in advance. Mm. Yeah. So we had, we'd had a couple of, of clients in South Africa, but that was the start of February. So they came back sort of mid Feb. So that worked out really well in terms of timing for us. Um, and then from there, there were a couple of clients who were abroad, but we managed to get them back. And then after that, it was really the sort of utilising that network to provide guidance, to provide help for those people who did come to us for, they came to us originally and said, could we, you know, talk to you about holiday, T- took that information and then went and booked online. But obviously online, you know, the, the internet
3: <laughs> wasn't
2: helping them because they were, didn't have anybody to call. So they, obviously they came back to us and said, look, can you help us get home? Can you help us do this? And obviously we were, we were able to do that. Can you
0: make that point again, David? Because I think a lot of people realise or don't realise that, yeah, you could save, save a little bit of money on the internet, but the internet isn't a person, is it? And they won't help yeah. you. And it, and it is. And I it's, think. Um, get...
2: yeah. Sorry, exactly. I was no. I think exactly. I think that this crisis, especially for those people who have been travelling, really has highlighted the value of agents. agents and tour operators and all those people who work in travel who are, actually gonna say, you know what, I'm on the end of the phone. Mm. I mean Hafsa made a point in her presentation uh, yesterday, but you know, our twenty-four hour emergency light has never been so busy We've as it was.
3: Like <laughs> uh,
2: and you know, it's just people calling it it's like,
3: but it's three in the morning, why didn't you do this last night?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes just it, it because actually you know what we're, we're nice and comfortable at home you know we're not out there and you know you could you've got a feel for those people who are you know there are people who are still the other side of the world and they're struggling to get flights back you see it on the news all the time
0: because this thing i i heard it i heard it the other couple of weeks ago where um was it a hundred and was it a hundred and there's over 100,000 people needed to be repatriated back to the country. Yeah. And, you, and you kind of do the maths and you think 130,000 divided by 10, you know, by a 737 and that's got 200 seats on it. And you think, God, that is, it's such a, you know, it's, it's such an effort. And
2: um, I think a lot of people gamble. I think a lot of people, because... You Know mm-hmm. they th- this is not a secret, this has not sort of crept up on us, has it? I mean, we've known about this for some time, and I think a lot of people really thought, Yeah, mm, I think it's gonna pass. Yeah, and, the the
1: example, and some actually were living there, and some much had family issues that they had to go through, so it was unavoidable. So, yeah,
2: well, yeah, we had we had uh, people commenting because obviously. Within the travel industry, we were getting all of our updates centrally. So we were able to then sort of provide that advice to clients or or potential clients. Mm. Uh, But we were getting questions on Facebook like, you know, I particularly need to go and see family in wherever it is. Can I still get a flight? And it's sort of, no, stay home. (laughs) (laughs) But sometimes, you know, sometimes that sort of convenience and stuff gets outweighed by need. So, you know, if you have to go, you know, somebody is particularly sick or whatever it is, you know, if you've got family needs, then you can ask those questions.
1: Oh, yeah. And we because really we, talk to most people. I had one actually this, this, this.
2: What week is this? What week is <laughs>
1: last it? Week, I'm yeah. so sorry. That's right. <laughs> Everything's become one big day. So, yeah, last week, someone, a lady lost her son actually, but she can't go. Oh. she can't just go here and then when she goes i think she'll miss the funeral because she'll be put in quarantine for 14 days
2: and where is so it? you've got to have that you've got to have that conversation with somebody and basically say to them look i'm really sorry to tell you this but the the government go the, the board is if you are if you do go there and you land there you will not be able to go to your son's funeral yeah
3: and
2: it's sort of it, it, it's heart-wrenching, but you've got to just do it as sensitively as you can. You know, you, you've got to
0: appreciate that these are people. So are there flight? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but there are still flights kind of leaving uh Heathrow.
3: It's
0: not not all flights are grounded. Is that correct? Yeah,
3: yeah. So, so, it's, it's, so where are they flying well, to? I mean, I'm
0: just because I, I saw it. I, I was talking to somebody the other day, and I was thinking, well, where are they actually flying to? <laughs>
1: So UK, they've not we've not closed, and it's not completely lockdown. It's essential travel. Yeah. So for something like this, lady, she would have been able to live here because that's essential, and she would have need to pay a lot because if you don't even want to look at ticket prices at the moment. And but if she goes there, the country where she's headed, it's the borders are closed.
2: So yeah, she could she could have flown out of Heathrow, and she could have landed abroad. But she'd have got there and they'd have basically either turned her away, or in this particular case, they'd have said, Okay, exactly. you can it's come a in. It's a 14 day quarantine. So you're going to stay somewhere and make sure that you're on the for 14 days, at which point she'd missed the funeral and would uh, have had to come home anyway. Yeah, there, which point she'd it, probably another <laughs> quarantine.
0: Is there flights coming into England, though? Uh,
2: yeah, as I said, essential travel. And equally, obviously, those people that are trying to be repatriated as well, obviously, those are, mm. those are coming in. Um, but it's, um, I think we right at the start of this, they set up uh, a big centre in Milton Keynes, didn't they, as a as a quarantine, uh, yeah. for, for some people. The
3: first time, yeah. yeah.
2: So
0: It's being in Milton Keynes wasn't bad enough. I mean, being in <laughs> and Milton Keynes that is a... This one used to
3: live in Milton Keynes. <laughs> I, I it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I'm sorry, but it's It's not as nice as Cambridge.
3: She's gone yeah. up in the world
2: now. Yeah, She's yeah you have.
0: An <laughs> yeah, we two nights. The, the 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 place of quarantine and roundabouts, horrible. Mm. Anyway, anyway yeah. I'll, I'll stop criticizing Milton Keynes, but <laughs> it's not the Milton Keynes podcast, so I can say what I want. Yeah. Hey. No,
3: well, no, no, but, but
2: it, it's fine because you know, we're doing sort of local rivalries, so it's fine. We'll just big up Cambridge. It's great. Yeah, we'll,
0: <laughs> we'll be uh, yeah, we'll be patting them on the back. We'll say, look, you know, they don't have that in Milton Keynes, do they? They don't. They they don't. Or yeah.
2: if they do, it's hidden behind a roundabout. Yeah. or <laughs> and they got
0: concrete cows. Yes. Co- or, a, or an Amazon uh, warehouse
2: distribution center. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Which, they, which they painted blue. So I assume so planes will crash into it. thing <laughs> against the sky. I'm not really quite sure where they did that. Thing. I know that's... Again, we
0: digress. This could be the Where's guy... Where's it
3: going? I was going to say, what, what's happening?
0: Where's it going? It's go, it's, it goes wherever it wants to go. It's so, <laughs> kind. so you've, um So you've... So you've... What but got, got, got perhaps lost in that conversation, you were giving advice, A, to your customers, but but obviously, but not obviously, but to other people as well that hadn't booked with you. So that is,
2: I mean, that's good. I be was, I, I I confess it wasn't my proudest moment where I was that little bit more vindictive going, you didn't book with us. But Hafsa, was very, very- He said that. But was very charitable and said, no, 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 we can help these people. And I thought, you know what? You're right, okay, fine, we'll help them. But there yeah. the, 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 the was a little bit of a part of you that was, you know, Just yeah. for a second. Yeah. You know,
0: Said that. <laughs> <laughs> told you so you wouldn't listen to us send yeah,
3: so yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, i just
0: if
1: that was me I, I i don't know what i would have done and also you know thinking far ahead of marketing point of view hopefully they'll remember me next time
0: they well they 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 bloody well should so in terms, of, but we we but we, we hey, talk. Oh, that, that's an
2: endorsement there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> sure. put, that, put that on your website. You bloody well should You hey, bloody
2: Welsh. <laughs> yeah. <Be laughs> so you're doing with the rest of the website, I think. <laughs> yeah,
0: put that as a yeah on the uh, Google heading. Um, so. So obviously, nobody's you know nobody can can holiday at the moment. Yeah. And. You know when lock you know when lockdown's going to be over. We kind of we kind of well we don't really know, do yeah. we? So ask me yeah. one on sport. Say that, is that yeah. so,
3: I said ask
2: me one on sport. <laughs> I don't know.
3: Yeah.
1: About um, yeah. <laughs> um, so the the safest safest the best way for us to to book anything or to have any inquiry right now is anything around September onwards, I think even after September, we actually have a group going to South Africa, a group of ladies, like 10, 11, plus the group leader in, to South Africa in September. So um, hopefully that still goes on, because it's not just about the lockdown and the virus at the moment, because of what's happening, a lot of people lost their jobs and they would need that money. So holiday or trip, it's not going to be their priority, and we have to think about that. So this week, we, our partners, a lot of our suppliers, airlines, are just—they're trying their best actually to 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 change their terms and condition and make that flexible. Actually, a good example is Emirates. They've changed there so you can book—is it yeah—24 months, so it's, it's flexible. You can book anywhere for two years. Ah. So I think that's really good. So I don't know how many people can do that, or can afford that as well. So okay. it's just everything is changing. We Cause just I, have to. Because
0: I know it's the other. I know. It, I know it's the other end of the market. But uh, um, even Ryanair of all of all, I know it's a dirty word in this place. But uh, <laughs> even Ryan even Ryanair are being flexible with comments. their in their condition, uh, aren't they? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: So. Everyone is. So I mean,
2: there, there's um. Everybody is looking at terms and conditions. There's a there's a set of regulations called the package travel regulations, which are sort of they govern a lot of travel. So I won't bore you with the details. But basically. A lot of people through the package travel regulations, under normal circumstances, if something like this happens, they can all claim refunds. And so you have a lot of people going onto the news and saying, "Oh, everybody should be claiming refunds." So what the travel industry is trying to say is, "A, we need to change our terms and conditions yeah. um, in order to try and, you know, not Supply. all go bust. Yeah, uh, but equally try to try to persuade clients to actually to to." Yeah, postpone travel and defer their trips because you know what yeah we don't know when this is going to end but it is going to end at some point the lockdowns are mm. all going to last forever and we're all going to want to travel at the end of it so the uh, so what the the travel industry as a whole is trying to do is persuade people to defer those trips and i think that actually having those changes in terms of conditions from his people like, all
3: this yesterday when yes but his, but his, oh, his, his, I'm his
0: I'm listeners have a little sorry you
1: I so say you've, you've heard all this yesterday on, on my presentation, you but you,
0: your listeners haven't. Yeah. No, that's it. I mean, I, I'm. I mean, I obviously. I, yeah, it's all about the listeners, Hafsa. So come on, tell the listeners. Come on.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so yeah, that's the that, that's the plan. So I mean, various companies, as as Hafsa said, like Emirates, are trying to facilitate that. saying, okay, don't get a refund. We'll give you something flexible, and then we can all work together. Yeah. So the, the the plan is joint working as much as possible. So yeah, mm.
1: hopefully two years or everything's got is sorted with the virus, the lockdown, and financially, hopefully you're a little bit better if you've been affected.
2: Mm. Yeah. So we're, then, we're hoping it's done in a lot
0: less than two years. So. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well. Well, we don't. Yeah, we don't. We don't. Well, well, I guess we don't know, but I. I I guess specifically for you guys is um, you know how the African regions are dealing with it, you know, and uh, and we don't hear about how um, well. I, I mean, I, it's perhaps not on my radar, but how 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 uh, Africa and the African countries are dealing with the outbreak, or whether they have an outbreak, or I mean, is it how uh, yeah, is it? I
1: cases it's not as obviously nowhere as affected like Europe at the moment in the world yeah and it's it's such a big continent so I, I know everyone else when they say Africa is just one thing but there's from Morocco all the way to South Africa Egypt every country is handling this differently and they all had cases at a different time. A snake. Mm. so the first one was what was it when we were there it was
2: just was it egypt or morocco egypt i think yeah, yeah. there wasn't one in morocco when we went well,
1: there, was just when we came back another city had
2: but it but on. the uh, i think that i think the thing to say about africa generally and and the various countries responses has been quite proactive um so for example to take uganda as an example they had um stopped all sort of large gatherings uh, wedding ceremonies that sort of thing before they even had a case you know they're trying. They're basically wow. trying to learn from the lessons of other countries because actually, when it comes down to it, there are certain countries in Africa who don't have the the infrastructure, NHS-type infrastructure that we have in, in the UK.
1: Mm-hmm. And so they Or panic bang.
2: Or pan, yeah. They're there wasn't panic. So much panic bang. Yeah. But there there was um, there were a lot of countries who basically tried to make up for that with a very proactive approach, and that's actually that, that's actually put them in pretty good steps. So they have got some cases, but not yeah. so many. The spread hasn't been far
0: yeah
2: but uh, a, a lot of them are dealing with it quite well. um there are other countries um where there are more cases so obviously South Africa is that bit more sort of integrated into the rest of the world than mm-hmm. some of the other countries and so you with that more international travel and more local travel, you get that more you get more spread um, yeah, yeah, so, even
1: yeah. even in those countries like you would say we were talking earlier about Tanzania, their biggest busiest airport is Kilimanjaro International Airport so they'd have more there in that area than anywhere else in the country yeah. and at the same time they'd know how to control it there and that's how put people quarantine and how to you know te- check temperature etc. So yeah they've actually done so well.
0: Wow that gets I mean again I, I've never seen any of that sort of that information in the news actually you kind of it's, yeah. it, it appears to me it's yeah, always yeah. focused around yeah,
2: absolutely. Uh, and open. obviously, any, anything to do with the current American president, yes, news headlines as well. So,
0: was <laughs> <laughs> exactly what I was anyway. I would, I'm, if I carry on talking about him, I'm going to swear. That's another
2: know. podcast, I think.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Next yeah. session.
0: Next session, yeah. I, well,
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, like, yeah. Well, it sounds like it sounds like um, Tanzania and uh, Uganda are dealing it better than America, so they're being proactive yeah. and, and yeah. Really they're, like,
2: they're not just sticking their head in the sand and then blaming the WHO. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> deflecting. But the, um,
2: yeah. But, I mean, actually, it's it's an interesting point you raise about not hearing about it because we don't tend to hear about it so much. And obviously, with the partners that we have there on the ground, we're actually organising um, a series of uh, of little podcast like this actually with some of our partners uh, we're doing our first one this afternoon um, with one of our partners over in Morocco and the mm-hmm. plan is to try and get there you know to to, to get a, to get a feel for what's happening um, over there but equally get a feel for that sort of try and bring humanity back into it a little bit as well so you get those those personal stories about how local communities are looking after each other because you hear about that in the UK. Um, you hear about you know all these uh, people who are organising you know clap of heroes and things oh, yeah. like that.
1: The, the Captain
2: Tom and, and Captain Tom, yeah. which we've been reading, seeing on, on BBC News, where he's been raising this ninety nine year old guy's been raising yeah. uh, Is millions.
3: 13, now? He 13. Was Thirteen million uh, pounds 16,
0: Sixteen. Sixteen.
3: Sixteen.
2: Wow. So I mean, you know, he's raising some serious money for the AHS and raising that awareness as well. And yeah. it, the way that people are coming together, I think that now that we have kind of the news has kind of got over that sort of the shock statistics. We're starting to get those personal stories. And we really want to bring that in from Africa because all that way away, people can seem like a bit of a statistic sometimes.
3: Yeah,
2: well, yeah. Perfect example in South Africa, they've got a group called Cape Town Together. And we we want to have a chat with them about how, what they're doing and the various initiatives that they're doing to try and, you know, really help the people of Cape Town. So we, we that the, the plan is to try, to start that this afternoon and then sort of work work our way around Africa and see how that goes. Yeah.
3: So
0: how many how many of these podcasts have you got lined
2: up with your with your
0: partners?
3: Uh, about, well, about half a dozen at the moment. Yeah. Okay. Um.
2: But the plan is to try and you know do some and then show them show, show other people see how well they've gone and uh, and try and get more done from yeah, The yeah, first yeah. ones today, and then we're going to try and do maybe a couple of weeks. Nice.
0: The reason why I ask is uh, after we wrap um, wrap this up, can you send me all the details of all these podcasts you're going to do? Yeah, we, we uh,
1: put on our Facebook yesterday or well, Wednesday. Hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll
0: send you a link. Awesome. So do you want to? So so now can you tell us where we where? Um, so you'll send the link, and I'll put all that stuff in the sort of the the bio to this. Sure.
1: But, oh, thank you.
0: Oh, yeah, that's the like, yeah, yeah yeah. I want to put the contact. I want people to contact you and and speak to you. So that's the, you know. So um, so you're doing these podcasts, and they can get you also at uh, Instagram as well.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So our Instagram um, at Arch Hair Adventures. Um, but the uh, same Facebook. Yeah, we, but... we we try to keep it everything very uh everything very uniform. Yeah. So that they they can't lose us. <laughs>
0: Well, I, I, I mean, speaking personally, I've looked and uh, I've looked on your Instagram quite a bit recently, and I get well. I love to see it, but it's like, oh, it's it's so. Um, how can I put this? It's so kind of uh, the pictures you put up are so emotive. I'm like, oh god, I'm sat in my. Like I say, we said, we said earlier, I'm sat in my garden, but I really would like to be with my camera lens taking taking that picture of that wildebeest at four o'clock in the morning at sunrise. It's like a, it's a bit of a wind well, up that, I mean...
2: I mean, obviously, on social media, um, any any sales company, any, any company are dealing in 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 travel or any sort of sales thing, are often going to be putting deals and things like that up on their social media. And obviously, at the moment, that would be completely irresponsible us to do it. So, and, you know, we've copped; we wouldn't be selling anything now anyway. So, our plan is to just try and put those inspirational pictures up, partly for people to go. That's nice, that's nice but also partly to, for not to seem so far away and hopefully yeah. you know when all this is over it you can have be
3: something uh... to look forward to by the way
2: where you're sat right now down the two little spires of that thing <laughs> behind like you look like devil horns <laughs> i
0: know oh my, my true nature's coming out you've spotted it <laughs> there you go wait a second
2: it's the yeah the the, the, the nature
0: of the travel envy yeah so, this, so Facebook, your, uh, your, um, and Instagram lives as well. That was really good the other so, week.
3: Yeah, no, we we'll were, oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, we were, we were a guest with one of our agents. So, mm-hmm. as you know, we sell to a consumer and agents as well. So, they're one of ours actually, um, and the lady, the, the the lady I was talking to, Sarah, who mm-hmm. she's been with me with, this, uh, helping clients out there. She's very active. She's nice. very good at what she does
0: but again it's it's quite nice speaking to speaking to you today um again on the the Instagram live uh, the other week you know it's it's a great way to actually get to know you guys and to get to know um what you're about your integrity, you know, how you're actually dealing with all of this, you know, it's, 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 it's been nice today,
2: actually. So thank you very much. Carl. Thank you.
1: Yeah, thank you for having
2: us. And we're more than happy to come back and talk about if, if any of your uh, listeners have any sort of questions or whatever, um, more than happy to come back and do another session or happy to send through any answers to any questions they might have more than happy to, to engage anytime. any time. and obviously when all this comes along again we're more than happy to come along and sell you all of so.
3: it. <laughs> yeah. happy
0: days well i'm yeah. sure we, we we well we are like i said i think we are well we're definitely going to need it i mean some some people i don't think we'll be able to afford it but it's yeah, being co- I, I don't know, like just being cooped up like we are, it's just going to be when the the shackles are off. I think we will just yeah. be like we've got to we've got to go somewhere, we've, we've got to explore, we've got to see you know we've got to see new places you know other than the inside yeah. of our house or the inside of our our.
2: Uh, I'm our hoping that travel changes after this on the basis that actually I think a lot of people they're used to travelling and they're used to doing as you say they're used to being sent on a holiday rather than going on a holiday, mm. and I think that. I'm hoping at least that actually people try to sort of start to value that travel experience a bit more. You know, they do have these, you know, once in a lifetime type holidays, uh, which actually, you know, given how connected the world is now, it isn't really once in a lifetime anymore. So I'm hoping Mm -hmm. um, that actually people start to do that. And they try to, they start to think, okay, what do I want from a holiday rather than where can I go? Because that's the sort of the message coming out of it, I hope.
0: No, no, but it's but it's but you know, I mean, so many industries are never going to be the same again. You know, and and if you look at and what I've seen from the travel industry or seen from the airline industry, you are still there, guys?
3: Yeah, I'm still here. No, we're listening.
0: No, that you were You were perfectly. Both of you perfectly. Still, I thought the internet. We're well,
3: in, in raptures. Um, in well. what you
0: were <laughs> All right. You're going to be disappointed then. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, but, I, but I've but i noticed with the, the airline industry that there hasn't been the bailout, the bailout, has there? So, and there's been sort of tooting and froing of press releases between the government and airlines talking about, well, we're going to need it, and you know, you've already had a bit of the bailout money in the other stimulus package. So, you look at the airline industry, it's never going to be the same. Well, I could say again, or f- for a long time, and yeah, so that marketplace. Um, and perhaps yeah. a bit, and, and, and but and the
1: longer this day, the virus carries on and the lockdown carries on, it's just going to get worse and worse. Well, mostly for them, but for everybody, for all of us. So,
2: mm. well, I mean, travel. You know, I mean, Hafsa made this point in a in a presentation yesterday. But the statistic is quite surprising that ten percent of the world, yeah, yeah. works in, works, storage, in tra- it works in tourism. tourism and travel. And you just think, you know, this isn't just affecting a couple of companies. This this really because you know this really affects everyone. Um, so yeah, as you say, the, the industry was demolished by this by this event. But it's. Um, it's proven to be a lot more resilient than I think some
0: people thought it was going to be. Yeah, So, mm. there's, there's hope. so do, you, do you think there's, is that certain sectors or I mean, cause I again, I think, I think that perhaps the budget airlines, which work, which work on volume and I guess, correct me if I'm wrong, small margins, they're mm. going to be kind of decimated and perhaps it will, it will leave, you know, the Emirates, you know, the, um,
2: Potentially, yeah. I mean, the, the bigger, you know,
0: the bigger, the bigger airlines. Um,
2: well, still... but I, I, th- I think it was, it was interesting. I mean, on that point, it was interesting that obviously at the start of this year we had the collapse of Flybe, and yes, yeah. the, the no, the
0: second collapse the fallout... of Fly, the second collapse of Flybe wasn't it? Because it was,
2: sort of, it was, it was definitely teetering, teetering on the brink yeah uh, but yeah, yeah. this the, the second collapse of flyby uh, but actually the, the fallout from that well, a lot of it wasn't so much about the the company or the workers themselves but actually about all those internal destinations so they i mean we, i was listening on the radio to it and they were saying about new Key down in cornwall you know they are almost cut off without the a303 anymore because no flights go out of new Key anymore and you just
3: yeah.
2: think that actually a lot of those smaller budget airlines once we can move in and around that when they start doing like a phased return to to sort of a, a finishing the lockdown a lot of it's probably going to be national first so those things can get up and running and hopefully mm. they can kick start those smaller companies um before you start doing those large you know government funded you know international uh conglomerates yeah,
3: yeah,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: but when we mentioned tourism it wasn't just flights it's just how far on how many industries, how many people and families does it affect? It,
0: it, it, that's exactly what I thought. Because when because um, I'd heard that statistic before about you know the you know the ten percent, and then as soon when you said it yesterday, I was like, yeah, that's ten percent plus their families plus you know their ten percent of those breadwinners, yeah. and you know so like,
1: tour guy the person that. Takes you around any town you go to Budapest. There's a person that walks you. and te- That's part of it. There's hotels. There's a, a market guy who, who takes the food to a hotel. It's just a lot yeah. of things that are connected to tourism. Mm.
3: Restaurants have
2: all gone, all, all gone down, and they've all had to close and fire all staff. And I mean, we're not just talking internationally. Obviously, we focus on Africa, but you know, this is this is around the world. It's mm. it is. Mm. But, but similarly and, and all of those people who are then earning money in their hotels tour operational are then spending that money on other stuff so that mm. stuff doesn't make it as well the entire global economy is built on tourism
0: and if we i guess as you're saying that i kind of don't think i can't i think of cambridge as my home but that is a that is a massive tourist destination for for, well, for lots of people but a lot lots, lots of people from asia as well i mean if you think yeah. About it, it's yeah.
3: Just, yeah absolutely definitely.
2: So it's, uh, yeah. It's uh, at the moment. I think. I mean, some of the some of the sort of inspirational videos that we've seen from places like Australia and New Zealand have, have been really sort of on the money. Where they've said, you know what, this is a time to just to let recover. everything to recover. Mm-hmm. We will be back. We'll still be here. It's going to be okay. And I think it is important to to keep that hope and to keep mm-hmm. that sort of inspiration of looking forwards. Because actually, this is going to be over at some point, and we just need to all be there when it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And yes. but, <laughs> no, you, well, you do, but, but no, but it's, funny. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious, isn't it, Ashley? Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. No, but we, I, again, I mean, it's, we're, we're all, um, the phrase, the phrase, I hope the phrase doesn't lose its power, but we are all in this together because if you think, you know, all our industry, unless you make PPE <laughs> and face masks. Um, and supermarket,
1: or oh, toilet roll, sorry. Toilet
0: roll, yeah, toilet roll. So toilet roll, face masks. Hand gel. Hand gel. You know, you know, our industries are basically put on hold. So yeah, we've got to, we are all in this together because we are all in the same boat. Um, yeah, that is true. So, um, yeah. but, ag- but again, like, I mean, I've, you know, um, what you were saying earlier about, you know, the, the, you know, the travel industry, again, it's hopefully it brings more people. It becomes more of a collaborative process where people, um, you know, perhaps out of necessity realize they have to, you know, collaborate and the, the marketplace becomes a bit more collaborative rather than them and us and these are our terms and conditions and stuff for you. And this is it. You know, I,
2: I, I think that it. I think that it's going that way anyway. I mean, so one of the things that we focus on is halal travel. So we have a we have a lot of we have a lot of Muslim travelers, and they want to go to places which aren't necessarily traditional. Um, you know, your sort of your Middle East, your sort of a far East destinations, and obviously we promote as much as we can. Um, so we found that a lot of our destinations are catering for that and so that collaborative process of you know feedback travel and inclusive travel but getting that feedback of actually we'd really like to see this and then you know sort of amending a, a business model in order to accommodate that mm. that's already happening so i think that this nice. process is gonna i'm hoping is going to speed that up a bit mm. uh, but so i don't think it's going to be like a, a great u-turn in travel uh, but i think that what it will do is it will speed up that process nice
0: well, it's yeah. one of the was one of many silver linings that of this process or this crisis that we are that will unfold that unfold in all industries really. So, nice one, guys. Thank you very much. Thanks for your time.
3: Thank you. No, thank you so yeah. much.
2: And uh, yeah, really enjoyed
0: it. See you later, guys. Nice
2: one.
3: Bye. Take care. Bye. Thank you.